Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, doctors, uh, what I want to do today is I want to spend a little bit of time on depositions from kind of a little bit of a different point of view, maybe to maybe give you some insight on how to make depositions a lot easier. First of all, uh, you know, what is a deposition? A deposition is really where you're going to be asked to, whether you do it by video or you show, have to show up somewhere and you're going to be recorded with a court reporter, but you're being asked to submit to raising your hand, telling the, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God, and then uh, submitting yourself to questions, questions that the defense attorney may have. And it's the, the part about the process that's kind of tough is it, it interrupts your schedule. Um, you think about it, you start to stress about it a little bit, you wonder about it. That's the part that's hard about it. Um, now, what also is hard, or probably the biggest mistake, and it really wasn't a mistake because I didn't know I was making it at the time I was making it, was the more you don't know the injuries, the, the, the more you don't understand. There's only three injuries you, you can have with a spine, three main injuries. If you understand how to work those up, then depositions are super, super simple. They're very easy. Now, I'm going to use, I'm going to have the idea that you know how to work up a support ligament injury that causes instability, or you know how to work up a disc herniation, you know how to work up a case where it has both support ligament damage and disc herniation. I'm gonna assume that you know that a disc only really has two symptoms and the other ligaments have all kinds of other symptoms that you can relate to. I'm gonna assume that you actually understand that in this podcast. So I'm gonna assume that you're pretty solid in those areas. Now, if you're not solid in those areas, then you're always going to be at ease in a, in a deposition. You're always going to be like, okay, what are they going to ask me? You're going to be scrambling to look at your notes. Try to re you'll spend an hour or two hours, three hours re, you know, going over, okay, this is really what the patient has. What if they ask me this? What if they ask me that? Um, you're going to, you're, you're going to go over all that kind of stuff. And it's just a big fat waste of time. It's just a waste of time. Um, you should know going into a deposition, you should be able to look at your file and within a half hour, be ready to go into deposition. It's, it's, it's just that simple. And if it's not that simple for you, then something's really out with the, with the understanding of the injuries themselves. Because it's just the injury. It's what's the consensus on the injury. It's what did you do outcome assessment wise? How did you determine your functional improvement? When did you determine that you had MMI? Did you make a referral? What was the reason for your referral? Uh, what did you do after that? Um, you know, what is the, what are the injury? What's the diagnosis? Is there a permanent injury? Is there any residual duties under duress or loss of enjoyment of life factors that are still <coughs> affecting the person? And it's just that easy. It's just that easy. Right? What's your what's the future care? So if you understand that is really what you're there to testify about, then it becomes very easy. Now, in a deposition, you're not there to educate anybody. You're not there to educate the defense attorney. That is the biggest mistake that I made early on, and that's the biggest thing I learned in doing depositions, is that I wasn't there to educate anybody. 
I was there to answer questions. That's it. I'm just there to answer questions. You know, what did the person have? What, what, what was the diagnosis? They had a severe grade three sprain injury, severe cranial cervical uh, spinal instability as a result of it. Um, that caused, you know, the condition that, that we're looking at here today. That's what they had. Severe uh, cervical cranial, uh, cranial cervical instability. If, if that's the example, if that's the case, that's what they had. Okay, it's permanent condition. Ligaments are permanent. Um, there was also permanent ligament damage at C2, C3, um, at the C2, C3 uh, joint complex. That was grade three, severe, uh, rateable under the AMA guides, fifth edition or sixth edition in this case. Um, that's what the person had. This is what we were treating. This is what we were stabilizing. This is what we were doing our outcome assessment procedures for. This is what we were this relates to the patient's, uh, you know, the, the relates to the patient's symptoms. Okay, so you're going to keep it very, very simple. That's it. Um, you're not there to educate them. Uh, Dr. Kong, did this cause the symptoms that the person had? Yes. I don't need to recite research. I don't need to support what I, my yes means. I'm there to answer questions, yes or no. I'm not really there to educate the, the, the person. I'm not there to educate the attorney. Uh, the attorney needs to take the time to educate themselves. Not, that's not you. That's not your job. Now, the other thing is I got to stay in my lane. I know my lane. I know my guidelines. I know I'm so consistent with my guidelines. I know what guidelines I use. I use ICA best practice guidelines. I use ICA best practice x-ray guidelines. I use um, practicing chiropractic uh, uh, chiropractic clinical guidelines. I use the AMA guidelines. Um, those are the guidelines that I use. Those are the guidelines that I, I, I would be, you know, uh, guided against or, uh, evaluated against. Right. So I know what guidelines I use. I'm just there to answer questions. Right. But I'm going to stay in my lane. Um, when you get out of your lane is when you start to educate, you start to explain, you start to actually over communicate. That's when you start to get out of your lane and I can pick apart. You bring in research. Good. I can go down the research line now. You know, you want to start to uh, answer a question and then support your answer with research. When nobody asked you for the research, nobody asked you to even support your answer. You're on your way out of your lane. Now, a lot of doctors will say, well, gosh, this is the way I, I, I avoid um, things or I avoid trial or, you know, have great depositions. And if you've done that in the past and it works for you, that's great. But for the majority of doctors, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. I ne I've never had to do that. Um, so you don't need to do that unless somebody's asking you. And somebody's saying, uh, geez, have you, have you looked at this research? Or have you looked at, they may ask you a particular question along that line. But the biggest thing is you want to keep it simple and you want to stay in your lane. And how many questions? I mean, on spinal injuries, spinal injuries are like asking a dentist about a broken tooth. I mean, once you understand the simplicity of spinal injuries, it's just that easy. It's, it's, it's like a dentist being deposed on, well, you know, they went through the windshield and broke their tooth. Well, you know, what, 
what you know how did you determine it was a broken tooth good what are the guidelines say you should do for that broken tooth did you do that yes what were the what were the future factors as a result of that what was the what was the you know how did treatment go did you need to do anything else follow up with that um it, it's it's just that simple and the more that you make it complicated the harder it is so the biggest thing that I can tell you in depositions is you want to keep things very, very simple. You want to communicate in such a way that a 12-year-old could understand it. And like I said, that's no cut on any 12-year-old out there that's listening to this potentially. Um, you just want to make it very communicative so that everyone can understand exactly what it is. And spinal injuries are that way. They are that simple. They are that simple and there is that much consensus. So if I'm in a deposition, I don't want to basically give my opinion. When, I, when you have to give your opinion, you've, you've sort of lost in the deposition pro, pro, process in my, in my world, right? Because you want to go, like I'm going to go by guideline. Here's what the guideline says or here's what, you know, you want to go symptoms? Good. Here's what Medscape says. Here's what major websites say. Here's what major guidelines say about this particular condition. You want to go to treatment? Good. Here's guidelines. You want to go to diagnostics? Good. Here's guidelines. You want to go into permanency? Good. Here's guidelines. You want to go into duties under dress, loss of enjoyment of life? Here's what the patient's saying. You know, unless they're lying, this is this is what they're saying. This is consistent with that injury. Um, I, I get to the point where I've been in depositions where I've been like, I don't even know why I'm here. This was all in my notes. Everything was in my notes, should have been easily assimilated by either the defense attorney, the insurance carrier, um, you know, should have easily been assimilated by all parties. So I almost get the attitude of like, why am I even here? This is just an added expense. And you, when you get down to that point and you're pretty confident that way, and you're pretty simple and you stay in your lane and you're not there to educate, you will find that you will have exceptionally good depositions. Now, what does it take to, to get that way? You got to do some. The only way you get good at anything is to do it. But you can listen to things like this podcast, take into consideration. Oh, wow. Maybe there's more I need to learn about the injuries because I don't know if I'm as simple. I, I, I don't know if I got it down to, hey, there's only three. And there's only three main injuries. I don't know if I got it down that simple. If you don't have it down that simple, then get the education to get it that simple. Because here's the thing. A deposition or a trial appearance can significantly change your practice. Now, it can significantly change your practice because as you do it, it can get you the respect of all parties involved, which can lead to referrals. Now, I'm not just talking about the respect of the... Yeah, the plaintiff attorney has respect and he starts doing more referrals with you or somebody has a large settlement and they see you were part of it. So, it, you know, it, it allows you to get more referrals from plaintiff attorneys, but you also get the respect of the defense attorney and you also get the respect there of, of the insurance carrier themselves. Right. So I can tell you for my for me, when I got good at depositions, really good at depositions, I stopped really having depositions. Because I, I got very, very good at them. And here's the thing with a deposition. Well, here's what's happening. In a deposition, you have the defense attorney, which generally does not understand the injuries well. You have the plaintiff attorney, which generally does not understand the questions well. And they're the ones kind of running the show. Right? So 
one, you're walking in and you're going, okay, neither side really understands these injuries that well. But what they're trying to do and what defense is usually trying to do is sum you up as a witness. If I put Dr. Kronk or if I put you, you're whoever you are that's listening, you that's listening to me right now, if I put you on the stand, will the jury understand you? Can you explain things simply so that anybody will understand it? Because if you can explain it simple, it's powerful. Now, if I'm the defense attorney and I can ex understand exactly what you're saying, you're comfortable, you're smooth, you're not easy to rile, you're very solid and competent with your information, I'm not taking you to court. I'm not going to court. I don't want you to, to speak to the jury. Now, if you're complicated, you answer in, in a way that is very, very, you know, a lot of technical terms and you're very complicated in your answers, I definitely want to take you to court because I didn't understand what the hell you said and neither will anybody else. And I want people to not understand. And at the time, I'm going to be telling you, oh, wow, oh my God, you're so smart. Wow. I'm going to give you the opinion like, boy, you are one sharpie sharp. And then I'm going to trial, right? Because that, in my mind, what I'm not telling you as a defense attorney is I'm not telling you, wow, this is one complicated son of a gun. I like the fact that he's so complicated. He looks good. He dresses good. But I like the fact that I, I can't understand what he's saying. A jury's not going to understand either. So it gets back into, you know, knowing your stuff, being really competent with the injuries, staying simple, staying in your lane, and you're not there to educate. And the last thing I'll say before I finish off on today's podcast is whenever you get pinned in, an, in, a, in a deposition, if you feel uncomfortable, you got asked a question that you're, it knocks you off your position a little bit, you want to counter query that question. Hey, I don't understand the question. Uh, could you repeat the question? Um, or look at some aspect of it that you might not understand that threw you off and ask a counter question. You can always ask counter questions. Doctors, when you do that, you'll see that the pressure comes off of you. It's one of the biggest tips I give doc doctors that are going into depositions is that you can clarify the question. Make sure you fully understand the question before you, you answer it. And then again, you're not there necessarily. No, you're, you're not there to educate. Now that doesn't mean you're there as kind of a wise guy or you're, you're an arrogant or you're, 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 you're not likable in any way. It's just you comfortably answer the questions. You know, doctor, why would you adjust an instability? Well, I would adjust an instability in order to stabilize it. Period. That's all I'm going to say. Well, here's the wrong answer. Well, I'm going to stabilize it. You know, research shows that um, we, uh, you know, it can affect the mechanoreceptors and the mechanoreceptors. And I'm going on and on and on about mechanoreceptors and this and that. Now I'm a defense attorney. Tell me more about mechanoreceptors. I want to talk about mechanoreceptors because I don't want to talk about the injuries. Right? So what you want to do is you want to stay simple in your answer. Now, if somebody wants you to qualify your answer and they're answer, asking you a counter question, well, you know, how does a chiropractic adjustment stabilize that? Oh, that's easy because it affects the... There's little receptors in the, in the ligaments that go off when they're injured. They go out of communication with the muscle system and the adjustments connect that communication back up so the muscles can stabilize the motion unit and make up for the damaged ligaments. That's it. That's my explanation. I don't have to go off into like, you know, what type, what, what type of mechanoreceptors, the type of mechanoreceptors. 
I don't have to go off into any of that. So doctors, again, know your stuff, keep it simple, stay in, stay in your lane, and you're not there to educate. You're just there to educate to get the question answered. That's it. Doctors, what I do on these podcasts, just short to the point, I riff a little bit on a topic. Hopefully something I said to you helps you in your future depositions. If you have any questions about our program, we are the Smart Injury Doctors program. That's where we help doctors to really find a, a sweet spot in the market that's very unique. We help doctors to become a lot more unique in the spinal ligament injury market. If you have questions or you want to find out more about our program, you just go to smartinjurydoctors.com, hit the learn more, give us your email, hit go through the the uh, the the pages and get to the to the video that shows exactly what we're about. I appreciate what you do. Um, you can also call us at 800-940-6513. Doctors, I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.